Hey everyone, and welcome. Thanks for joining us today at the Venice Church of Christ in Los Angeles. I'm Brendan. We can be found at venicechurchofchrist.org or on social media or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we always love to hear from our community, so please feel free to reach out at any time. Today, I'd like to explore the topic of contemplative prayer. Prayer is a big part of our lives and it is our way of communicating with God. And when we pray, we often feel the need to speak aloud and make our internal dialogue known to God. This is a very common practice in traditional prayer. We're confessing our sins to the Lord and asking for forgiveness. We're asking God for help in times of trouble or distress, and we praise and thank him for what we have been given. The goal while conversing with God while we pray is to deepen our connection and draw nearer to him. But does prayer always need to involve us speaking? Maybe prayer can be more than just talking to God. What would it look like if we prayed in silence and solitude instead of aloud? What if there was a way to deepen our connection and dwell in the presence of God without saying a single word? Contemplative prayer is a way we can draw near to God through silence. Some of you may be familiar with this form of prayer, but realize that this is not required of anyone and is simply another way to grow spiritually. We can constantly work on and grow in our relationship to God, and prayer is a great way to do that. But before we dive into contemplative prayer and what it's all about, we need to understand the fundamentals and importance of prayer. God has commanded us to pray, and we should take full advantage of that privilege. Pray without ceasing, it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. Devote yourselves to prayer, being thankful and watchful. Colossians 4, verse 2. Prayer gives us access to God's ultimate presence. It is a time we are speaking to God directly, and it should be taken very seriously. Um, when we approach prayer, it is important to remember that we are approaching God, the all-powerful and creator of the universe in our entire existence. Um, it serves as a reminder that we are not in control. God really wants us to retain our humility so that we can focus on deepening our relationship with him. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. James 4 verse 10. Prayer is our only way to communicate with God. One of the best things about it is that we can utilize it at any time we need. And it's impossible to have a personal relationship with God if you don't communicate with him. And last but not least, it allows us to deepen our relationship with him. Prayer gives us the opportunity to open our hearts fully to God and be honest with him. We do this with family, friends, and loved ones on a regular basis. So why not do so with God? Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. James 4 verse 8. But how can we deepen our relationship with God through contemplative prayer? And what is it for that matter and how does it help us draw nearer to God? Contemplation refers to directing the mind. In this case, we're directing our minds toward the awareness of God, and this alone can be its own form of prayer. Contemplative prayer allows one to engage the mind in reflection and gain insight to a deeper aspect of our spiritual lives in order to grow closer to God. It's a meditative practice that allows one to center their focus and dwell in his presence. Think of it this way. Traditional praying is an act of speaking to God, and contemplative praying is an act of listening to God. It's important to remember that contemplative prayer is different from other meditative practices derived from early Eastern cultures. 
And what differs here is that our goal is to rest our minds within the presence of God. We are relaxed in the body, but we're alert in the mind. Contemplative prayer can be a great way to deepen our understanding of God and your relationship with him. Before we can practice contemplative prayer, let's look at some historical context. Jesus ventured off into the wilderness to be alone with his father and pray many times throughout his life. Was he speaking the whole time? Many believe his days and nights were spent in contemplative prayer. Seeking out solitary places to be alone with his father was a regular practice for Jesus. The Psalms are also full of instances of silence and being still in the presence of God. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalm 37, verse 7. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. Psalm 62, verses 5 through 6. John the Baptist and Paul both sought out God in their early ministries by journeying into the wilderness like Jesus did. John retreated to the wilderness of Judea for many years, um, but it sounds a little crazy. Why would anyone voluntarily hang out in the desert? Well, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And it says this in Luke 3, verse 2. And Paul as well, after his conversion, disappeared into the desert and lived as a recluse for a time, devoting himself to study and prayer. And it's clear that both of these men of great faith truly value their intimate time alone with God. Sitting in God's presence and deepening your personal relationship with him requires us to create a, su a sufficient space for silence. And although these historical examples may seem a little bit extreme, they shed light upon the idea that contemplative prayer can bring us closer to God. So how can we get started? The first step is to be still and silence the mind. This is one of the simplest, yet one of the most difficult steps of entering a contemplative prayer. Start by finding a quiet place to sit, and uh, that could be difficult uh, if you have kids or um, a loud home with many dogs or, you know, um, just in general, we're in COVID, so it might be difficult to find quiet places, but find a place that's going to allow you to really focus and, you know, that's quiet. Um, and after that, close your eyes and breathe slowly. I like to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. I think that helps me a little bit and kind of get into the zone. And focus on the stillness of the room and try to let go of any thoughts or tensions you might have. And make sure that you eliminate any distractions. So get rid of your phone, you know, turn off your email, turn off text. And during this time, you're just going to focus on being silent. And remember that achieving this state of interior silence allows us to fully open ourselves up to God. We're attempting to listen to him just as he listens to us when we verbalize our prayers. And I'd like to share a story with you from 1 Kings chapter 19 when we witness some really strange events going on um, when Elijah takes a long journey into the wilderness alone. During this journey, the Lord speaks to Elijah and God tells him to stand outside the cave he's resting in and to wait for him to pass by. So, you know, he does so. God tells him, go stand out on the mount before the Lord. Suddenly, while Elijah's standing outside, a huge wind comes, and it's so strong that it causes giant rocks to fall from the mountain and shatter. But God isn't in this 
huge gust of wind. Um, and after the wind, a giant rumbling earthquake comes, and God is not in this earthquake either. And after the earthquake, there is a fire, a big fire, but God's not in the flames. And finally, after the havoc and the chaos is over, there comes a small, still voice, which marked God's presence as he made himself known to Elijah. So the lesson of this story is that God works through that small, thin silence. So it's it's why it's so important for us to really listen when we contemplate and we're dwelling in his presence. And after getting silent and situated in a contemplative prayer, we need to focus our attention on God's presence as Elijah does in the story. Contemplative prayer requires one to be truly present. And we do this when we share quality time with family, friends, and loved ones. Therefore, our attentiveness toward God should be no different, if not more so. Allow yourself to dwell in God's presence as if he is sitting with you in the very same room. That's how I like to do it. Um, people are going to do it different ways. Um, I'm a very visual person, so I like to picture that someone else is sitting in the room with me, and that is God. Um, and you have to remember, uh, it's it's going to be a different experience for everyone who does it. So the way that I do it may not be the same way that Ethan does it. Um, so relax yourself and remember to continue breathing slowly as this will help you maintain your focus and don't become frustrated with yourself either as your mind may wander to other places. It's common to have various thoughts during your contemplative prayer. You may be thinking about the plans you have for the day or what you're going to be making for dinner that night or, you know, things that you just have going on, worries and, uh, to recenter your focus, if you would like to. You can try using a keyword or a centering phrase that keeps your attention on God. Uh, keep in mind that this is a meditative practice, and it takes an immense amount of discipline. So many beginners, including myself, may find their bodies and minds very restless. Um, so start off with small intervals for prayer periods, and this will help you gradually build on this aspect of the practice. And all of this is going to come down to your patience, practice, and your persistence. So contemplative prayer will require multiple attempts before you begin to feel comfortable with it. It may feel awkward at first or as if you're not doing it correctly, and that's that's totally normal. Um, and that feeling is going to dissolve with time as you continue practicing. Be patient with your practice as, you know, we've been trained uh, to look for immediate outcomes in our daily lives, our culture, and value our culture really really values instant gratification and contemplative prayer holds the complete opposite value and from personal experience i can tell you that there are no moments of overwhelming peace or exhilaration that's not the point of this at all this is about getting more comfortable and letting god take the lead set aside time each and every day to practice and develop a contemplative mindset. Consistency is key to learning any new skill. Make a reminder for yourself and find a time during the day that works for you. So you could do it at night, you can do it in the morning, um, times where it's quiet, I, I prefer. Um, keep a journal too, that can help uh, to record what you experience and you can track your progress. 
Um, and set a timer for yourself that's not going to disrupt your focus so that you can have a definitive beginning and end of your session. Because these sessions can, these prayer, these, um, for example, when Jesus went out to the wilderness for 40 days, he, he, he could have been in a contemplative state for days at a time. And that's, that's not our goal here. We're not Jesus. So, um, take it, take it easy at first, um, and think of it as an exercise because it is significantly more difficult than your traditional prayer. Um, and that's why, again, I encourage you to keep a journal to track your progress so that you can, you know, write down, okay, okay, today I was a little bit distracted or today I had a harder time focusing on, um, God, on God's presence because of X, Y, and Z. Um, and, I say that that's probably the best way to kind of see how you're going along and uh, improving. Uh, also, I do this, um, and again, like I said, it's going to be different for everyone. Create a ritualistic routine for yourself that helps you get into the zone. Um, I like to light a candle uh, when I begin a session and hold on to a personal belonging. And when I've completed the session, I will say a short prayer aloud and blow out the candle to have a definitive ending. Um, keep in mind that everyone's contemplative prayer practices are going to look slightly different. Um, and although we share a connection to God, our personal relationships with him are all different as well. And in this case, when it comes to a contemplative prayer session, uh, there is really no right or wrong answers as long as you keep in mind, um, the true motivation behind it all and you keep a, uh, contemplative mindset. Uh, which means, you know, your your sole purpose is to grow deeper in your relationship to God. And that's actually the whole motivation and purpose behind contemplative prayer. Um, when we meet a new person in our lives and want to develop a positive and healthy relationship with them, what do we usually do? We're going to spend more time with them, and over time we get more comfortable in their presence. So you can think of contemplative prayer the same way. So even though we know God and, and may have a strong personal relationship with him already, there is always room for growth. And I like to think of contemplative prayer as a personal meeting with God. And every time you meet, it's a step closer to creating that depth in your relational unity. Uh, contemplative prayer, um, as far as purposes go, um, it's, it's another way to explore prayer in a different light. And I hope that I'm speaking for um, a lot of people when I say this, um, not to be disrespectful, um, but at one time or another, uh, I think that we've all experienced some boredom or dryness in our prayer lives, and it can be downright frustrating sometimes, especially if it feels like our prayers aren't being answered. Um, we may experience a strong temptation to stop praying or to cut our prayers short, and like we discussed before, praying is not about immediate outcomes, and you shouldn't let your expectations dictate your prayer life um, as we must let God take the lead instead. You may find yourself going through the motions when you pray and prayer is about sincerity and honesty. And Jesus warns us about vain repetition in prayer. And, he's, and it says, when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Matthew 6 verse 7. Contemplative prayer is a great way to add another direction to your prayer life and try something new if you're looking for that. Um, and 
I wouldn't say that it is a substitute for traditional prayer because we still need to make our wants and needs known to God as well as um, if we're, you know, confessing our sins, we need to make that known to God um, aloud, preferably. And uh, if you're not comfortable with the practice of contemplative prayer, there's no one condemning you at all. Um, you may find that sitting in silence drives you crazy and that's not at all helpful and that's all right. But I really do encourage everyone who wants to explore prayer in a different way to give it a try. Um, and the point of all of it is to be silent and aware and receptive to God's presence. Now, before we uh, end today's session, I would like to ask all of you to join in with me in a guided um, session um, where we can all virtually together um, participate in a in a contemplative prayer session. Um, so when we begin, we can uh, we can start right now. So let's all sit back and uh, we could do it wherever you are. Um, if you're in your kitchen, if you're on your couch, um, if you're on your bed in your bedroom, anywhere is totally fine. Um, keep your back straight and close your eyes and take a deep breath in. And breathe out. And take a deep breath in again. And out again. I like to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. I feel like that's helpful for me, but do whatever is helpful for you. And breathe in again. Right now, we're trying to center our focus on God and feel him all around us and know that he is always here with us. Right now, I'm picturing that he's sitting in the same exact room as me. You guys can do the same. It's all about your focus and attention and dwell about, it's all about dwelling in his presence. And make sure you breathe steadily and calmly through all of this. And you can take another deep breath. And while this might be cutting it short um, for uh, demonstrating uh, purposes uh you it, it, it's totally okay but i like to uh end a contemplative uh prayer session with a uh saying a short prayer aloud so if you'd all join me in a short prayer dear heavenly father thank you for giving us this time to sit with you and allowing us to dwell in your presence thank you for the gift of our existence and making sure that we're safe and thank you for always watching over us. In your son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And when you're coming out of a contemplative prayer, it's okay to come out of it as slowly as you want to. So you can kind of just kind of feel your way back into the room and slowly open your eyes. And that's pretty much all there is to it. Now, when we do that... Um, it can be longer, it can be shorter, uh, 
Some of you who are more experienced than I am may have prayed to God for hours at a time. Now, not to say that that isn't right or wrong, but you can also do that with contemplative prayer. You can really uh, take full advantage of it. If you just, if you've had a really stressful day or, you know, something's really bothering you, um, like we, you know, again, like we spend time with friends and family when we're not feeling so great, we, you know, we might feel rejuvenated or refreshed, um, after we spend time with people we care about and love. And the concept is the same when we're spending time with God alone. So, uh, it's important to keep that in mind when you go into contemplative prayer. Now, a few things to remember uh, as we close. Um, contemplative prayer is a way we can draw nearer to God. Prayer gives us access to God's presence and is our only means of communication with him. Um, it's a meditative form, but it's not meditation because meditation requires one to completely shut off the mind and completely shut off the body and kind of be one in the moment. And in this case, we are aligning ourselves to relax the body and keep the mind alert and focused on God. So in the session we just did, I hope that all of you were able to, sorry, I was talking through it a little bit, but in, in a regular session on your own, it would be totally quiet and you'd be focusing on God alone. Uh, contemplative prayer is was practiced by Jesus and can aid in directing your mind uh, toward the awareness of God. And the steps, again, are being still and silencing the mind, focusing your attention on God's presence. And remember patience, practice, and persistence, because that's what's going to get you to that comfortable point. Uh, some of you may not have felt comfortable um, doing that because it may have been awkward or weird. Um, if any of you have tried meditating before, just on its own, like regular plain old meditation, it's a little, it's a little awkward. It's a little weird. So trying this too can be a little awkward and weird. Um, but never forget the motivation and purpose behind it all. And it's about deepening your connection with God. So let us all draw near to God and dwell in his presence. And let's do that in a closing prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for your word and your presence. As we go about our week this week, we ask that you continue to speak to us and open our ears and minds so that we may direct them toward you. Help us continue looking up to you every day, even when life becomes difficult and confusing. You created us to worship you, and we ask you that you be with us always. Let your name be glorified in heaven and on earth in your Son's name jesus christ we pray amen thank you so much for joining us today please feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or if you want to talk more about this topic with us and again we're also on social media and we really do want to hear from you have a great rest of your day and may god be with you